So where can you purchase eco-friendly fashion items from t-shirts to coats, wallets to duffel bags, and everything in between? GrapeCat.com. Better than an online shopping mall, GrapeCat.com is an online vegan retail store whose brands cause the least impact on your budget and the environment. If you believe we all should dress compassionately, visit GrapeCat.com. That's G-R-A-P-E-C-A-T.com. Hi, this is James Lucas, and this is a vegan fashion and business podcast. Creating a vision, seeking our passion. Great cat, compassion, fashion. Made in the US, eco friendly. High quality without getting all spendy. We create the best, bringing it to you. Shirts, coats, wallets, everything we do. Dress with compassion, we're a vegan store. Grapecat.com for more. Hi, I'm James Lucas of Grape Cat. More and more conscientious consumers are looking for earth-friendly clothing and accessories that help reduce their carbon footprint. At Grape Cat, we make it a lot easier for our customers to find what they are looking for all in one place. We do extensive research and bring high-quality animal and environmentally friendly products to you through our online store. If you're looking for products that make a difference, visit GrapeCat.com today. On today's podcast, I talked to Sarah Peltier, the founder of Vegan Shop Up. Sarah is a chef and the owner of the Woodside Bakehouse. She talks to me about why she started the Vegan Shop Up, has some tips for starting your own vegan pop-up market, and what we can expect in the future. Here is Sarah. How and why did you become vegan? I became vegan um, about probably 13 years ago, and I was vegetarian at the time, and I became vegetarian because... I just stopped liking uh, liking the taste of meat, the texture of meat. I didn't really um, want it in my meals. Um, and uh, I had friends who were vegetarian. I sympathized with um, animal rights. And my body just kind of told me, this isn't what we want right now. <laughs> so... Um, the veganism came naturally, uh, a couple years after that and, uh, kind of along the same path. I, it was a little harder. You really had to pay attention, especially back then and, um, do a lot of research and, um, it, I also mainly at that time did it for health reasons, wanted to be as healthy as I could be. Um, help control my weight and clear skin. And um, I was definitely the only one in my family. I had a couple friends who were vegan, but really had to educate the people around me family-wise um, because they didn't really understand, understand why, understand how it was even possible. But I've stuck to it ever since. I haven't strayed and haven't really wanted meat. And I've been really happy with the decision. What is your day job? I, for eight years, have been a um, chef at my friend's restaurant. And um, it's primarily seasonal uh, because it's located at the beach. 
And so I'm a chef and kitchen manager. And um, it's usually about April to October. This past year, we've extended it into the fall. Um, And so I usually have a couple months to concentrate on vegan chop up a little bit more. And I also have a wholesale bakery called Woodside Bakehouse, which I started before vegan chop up in 2009, um, doing granola bars that are gluten-free, organic, and vegan. So I'm usually pretty busy, (laughs) especially during the summer. I work um, 14 plus hours a day and have to escape in order to be at vegan chop up and um, really manage my time in order to bake as well in addition. So it's probably why emails can be a little delayed at times, but I really try my best. (laughs) I want to do it all. Do you have vegan options at the restaurant you work for? Absolutely. Uh, we serve tofu tacos. We have a really beautiful jicama, cucumber, and mango salad with a chili lime dressing. Why did you start the Vegan Shop Up? Vegan Shop Up was started on a whim. I, as I said, had my granola bar company that was fresh and new, and I had Um, A couple other friends who were doing uh, smaller, vegan, interesting food companies. And um, we had been a part of the Greenpoint food market, which lasted maybe a year or two prior to prior to 2009. So the market had ended and we were all really searching for an outlet. I was reading about the Valentine's Day New Amsterdam food market. I was really excited. There's all this beautiful food, beautiful makers, but nothing really vegan. And I really wanted to go, but there would have been no point except for to look and appreciate (laughs) and network. But I was thinking how it'd be relatively easy, I guess, in my mind, to start a vegan market and have it primarily food. So I made a couple calls, emailed a few friends to see if they'd be interested and by chance came upon a new vegan bar in Bushwick called Pine Box Rock Shop. I gave him a call and left him a message. And he called me back within a day and said, I think that'd be fun. <laughs> so within one week, we had the first vegan chop up and it was for Valentine's Day. So there were five of us there and people actually came. We, you know, made a small flyer that I didn't think anybody had seen. <laughs> created a website pretty quick. Lo and behold, it kind of snowballed. In the beginning, it was only bi-monthly. Um, and maybe the first year, we didn't even do six. We maybe even did four or five. Uh, but it really quickly gained traction. And how many vendors do you have now? During the summer is when I can have the most because we can expand outside. So anywhere between 20 and 30. Um, and there's always a wait list for every market, which we're really lucky to have. And how do you decide who's going to be in the market? So the market is done based on based on having a legitimate business. <laughs> so if you're a legitimate business, if you're something that's new and exciting, something we haven't seen before, something that is uh, different, we want to create a diverse and um, <clears throat> interesting and, and new and cutting edge and exciting shopping atmosphere. It, it turned into primarily food, which wasn't my original mission. Uh, I wanted more of a mix, but the vegan food scene has exploded o- over the last few years. We have at least one new vendor per market, and sometimes it's three or four. 
Um, and it's always a rotation to new and interesting foods. And we try and pick people who have new products and doing interesting food experiments that aren't necessarily coming from a fully vegan company, but who are really making an effort to make beautiful um, vegan foods. I don't know. We, we get a lot of emails from people all the time and and usually it's something new and exciting that we want to feature. What are some challenges you face while setting it up? Well, growing so fast and not really having a ton of venues to choose from. Venues are, are pricey and hard to come by. And and I don't necessarily just want a, a huge open room that has no feel to it. We we're, were lucky to partner with Pine Box Rock Shop in the beginning because it's a beautiful space. It's a big space that we've outgrown for a long time, but we wouldn't want to leave because it's so warm and welcoming. It's a vegan bar, you know, and it's the only one in New York City. And it's, you know, creates an atmosphere where people want to hang out for the whole time, which is great. And it's a, a different vibe when you're, when you're in an exhibit hall, you know, which are our other options. Uh, and it makes it that much more difficult for people to hang out for, you know, the duration of the event. And we don't want to have to charge vendors more and we don't want to have to charge an admission. So we try and keep it, keep it affordable, keep it in fun places. Mooshoes we've partnered with and love doing events there. Who wouldn't want to come and hang out and eat and shop for vegan shoes at the same time? So we're, we're always kind of on the lookout for something new, um, and, you know, hate having a waiting list and telling people no and having, you know, a bar so crowded that people can't really enjoy themselves uh, as shoppers. But it's always something on our mind. And in the beginning, too, we didn't really have an all-ages option. Pine Box Rock Shop is obviously a bar, and you can't come in unless you're 21 or have uh, a parent or legal guardian with you. So we got a really <laughs> um, a big response from our fans who you know really wanted an outlet where they could come to and so we wanted the same thing and on occasion would partner with Mooshu's now we're doing it more on the regular sometimes we hold vegan shop up at Spread House another big cafe in the Lower East Side which is also great in all ages coffee shopping um, still enjoy a fun, pretty atmosphere. And we generally try and do an all-ages market in addition to Pine Box every month in Manhattan. Um, maybe we might skip a month every now and then, but uh, really happy to have that for the fans. What's your key piece of advice on starting a shop up? Shop up is just a term that I coined back in 2009 when I was trying to think of a fun, kitschy name. And I hadn't seen anybody using it. I thought it was cute. I thought it would be catchy. And, and and it was. It caught on. People are using it now for all kinds of events, um, which is great. <laughs> um, if you want to start a vegan pop-up market, um, I would say reach out to your vegan community. Um, get on um, vegan websites and boards and meetups and say, you know, who's doing what and reach out to vegan restaurants because they'll also have um, suppliers that might be local and, and know who's doing what and customers and um, business partners, etc. and see who'd be interested. But 
Um, the next big step is finding the space. So if you know, you're in a town and you know somebody with a big warehouse or a restaurant that they'd be able to share during the day or a bar, um, it's kind of talk, talking to everybody and seeing who's, who's on board. And you'll find that it'll probably be easier than you think. <laughs> Every, everybody, everybody wants one. And so um, we've considered traveling in the past and taking it on the road. You know, we've gotten some requests from L.A. and might take it out there or maybe even Chicago, D.C., Philly, Omaha. Who knows? So we'd like to take it on the road, too, but it's super easy. We started super small and 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 grew slowly. So don't uh, I wouldn't say jump too fast into making it super big. What keeps you interested in running the shop up? Well, it's always kind of been my hobby. It's never really been um, my main focus as a career, obviously. <laughs> and um, so at times it's been really tough. It's it's hard to stay on top of correspondence and planning and, and being organized. Um, and I don't really want that to fail. I don't really want to stop being organized or have to take a break or or anything along those lines so it's hard to stay motivated but the number one thing is all the vendors involved really really look forward to being there every month we have such a huge following now we just hit 10,000 followers on instagram this week it grows so much every day and people are, are excited people travel from abroad and get off the plane and come straight to vegan shop up i've heard that story so many times and it's really exciting to hear we're grateful to have a a community where they can come and feel welcome and people who aren't vegan who can come and find great foods and be inspired and try a new diet and to learn about what's going on in, in the food world. It's so exciting and I wouldn't want to stop that or for any reason, even if I can barely keep up. <laughs> who has had a tremendous impact on you? I guess my grandma in my life has had a really big impact on me, helping raise me from being very small and it's just teaching us how to be open and committed and respectful and just be great human beings as a personal influence. As a professional influence, probably Issa Moskowitz, somebody who I've known as, as a friend and food idol for many years, um, you know, a big pioneer in the vegan food scene and cooking and just being open to everybody and super welcoming um, and modest. It's a really big deal in the food world, I think. What has been your biggest struggle? Just trying to find the balance, I think, is, is, pretty, is pretty tough. I, you know, every, every year I get a little bit of a break from January to March. And so I really try and spend time saying what I'm going to do with Vegan Chop Up, uh, what's going to be new and exciting, how I'm going to make it better, how I'm going to, you know, redo the website, travel and do events and, you know, give the people more of what they want. Uh, and it's it's a big struggle. You know, I make lists every day <laughs> and every week and every month. We make baby steps, you know, maybe not as grand as I'd like, but I won't stop. You know, sixth year anniversary is next month in February um, for the Valentine's Day market. And, uh, and we've grown a lot and it's been successful and we've helped dozens of small businesses start and grow and outgrow vegan shop up. And that's our main mission you know, R, R as in vegan chop up, but it's really just me <laughs> makes it even harder doing everything on your own. I really enjoy it. I really enjoy helping 
all these businesses get started and advertising for them and letting people know all the awesome things that they're doing, um, I wouldn't have it any other way. What has been your biggest victory? I just go back to helping helping all the small food businesses. It's been a really big deal. People we've helped get started who haven't really, you know, who decided that they didn't want to continue with food businesses, which you know, has been fine, but they enjoyed it and realized it wasn't what they want to do. People who have come with Vegan Shop Up and stayed with Vegan Shop Up, people who have come and got their start and continued on to other markets, people who have come and then opened brick and mortars. It's been really great, you know. We've offered them a platform and a community and and just uh, a place to network and meet other businesses. It's been great. Uh, Buna Cafe, started you know doing pop-ups and was uh with vegan shop up for a few years and now has uh, a really bustling restaurant a few blocks away and it's been really awesome we love supporting what are you grateful for i am grateful for my health i'm grateful for my friends and family as far as the market goes i am eternally grateful for all the support vendors have been so loving and open and patient and kind and you know I couldn't have done this by myself with without all of them and um and then all the fans who come every month and uh who come to support all these fantastic small businesses and um discover new foods and spread the word it's it's extremely humbling. I definitely couldn't have done it without all that love. I'm so lucky. <laughs> what can we expect to see in the future from Vegan Shop Up? Kicking off next weekend, we have a new cooking competition series called Vegan Cook Up. I'm really excited. I've had a lot of requests starting last year to do a um, cooking competition. So um, it's finally getting started. Next Saturday, January 30th at Pine Box. We just sold out all of our tickets and are going to release um, just a few more this week. And it's uh, going to be a breakfast theme. So we have two categories of sweet and savory and a really uh, good lineup from local professional chefs who are bringing their A-game. It's going to be really fun. We have guest judges, uh, Terry Hope, Chef Adam Sobel, um, Timothy Packron from Mississippi Vegan, Special Mimosas, you know, everybody who gets a ticket gets to taste everything and pick their um, vote for their people's choice winner. And we're really excited. It'll be fun. It's something that we want to do um, every few months. So maybe four competitions a year or so. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how the first one goes. We've already gotten an awesome response. And... Uh, next month is our sixth anniversary vegan Valentine's market. Going to be giving out special treats that we've gotten from uh, sponsors um, around the country. And we'll be giving out special Valentine's treat packs to everybody who comes and shops with us that day. Um, we are talking about um, doing a couple of on-the-road vegan shop-ups. So details to be announced shortly. But we will continue to do two shop-ups every month um, for most months out of the year. And I don't know. We're, we're pretty open to anything. I guess schedule 
uh, permitting. What is the best way for people to contact you? Email's best or Instagram. I would say <laughs> email's the best. And if I don't get back to you within a couple of days, please feel free to remind me. That's veganshopup at gmail.com. And I will be the only one responding to those emails. <laughs> So don't be afraid to remind me that I've missed your email. Thank you, Sarah. That was really, really helpful. Thanks, James. I had fun. Thank you for listening to the Grape Cat Vegan Fashion and Business Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, you can find the show notes at grapecat.com. Do us a favor before you go, please take a few seconds to rate this podcast. It is a key way to get this podcast higher in the ranks, which will make it more accessible to people who truly need this information. Thank you so much for taking the time to do that. Make sure you never miss a future episode of this podcast by subscribing. If you have any questions or guest ideas, please send them to podcast at grapecat.com. Thank you for dressing compassionately. Yeah, creating a vision, seeking our passion. Great cat, compassion, fashion. Made in the U.S., eco-friendly. High quality without getting all spendy. We create the best, bringing it to you. Shirts, coats, wallets, everything we do. Dress with compassion. We're a vegan store. Grapecat.com for more.